There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Have you got pearls on, Pete? Uh, yes, mate. I don't even got. I knew I should have taken them off, shouldn't I? No, no, no. No, we're going to start right there. This is Man Bags. I'm Russell Kane. We've got Pete Wicks, Lindsay Kane today. Now, I've got a beautiful pair, a beautiful set of real pearl, lab grown. So it's, no, it's doing, it ain't taking you past 150 quid. But still, real pearl necklace, which you can't say without thinking of jizzing on the, yeah. the bird's boobs. I know, but they are, I do own a pearl necklace. And Lindsay won't let me wear it when we're out because she thinks it's one step too far and she won't get off with me because it's too camp. Right. Can I just say, I don't think anyone has ever accused Pete of being gay. No, they have. Have you seen my... What's that got to do with anything? Because everyone always thinks... Have you looked at him? How many times a week does it happen? (laughs) It happens all the time. Look (laughs) at this barnet. I've got the same barnet as a fucking dinner lady. Everyone everyone thinks you're camp for us and that'll just add to it. You know, there's already a glittery question mark above your head, so... Perfect link, Linz, because today we're talking about risk taking <laughs> and uh, we're going to define risk taking as the act or fact of doing something involves danger or risk in order to achieve a goal. Normally, I would ask a provocative question at the top. Are men more X than women? Are women more Y than, than men? But it seems pretty indisputable when you look at the stats of how many men run up a drain pipe and then fall off, crack their heads open and die, <laughs> that men seem to take more risks than women. But do you agree that overall, men take more risks than women? Yeah, 100%. But a lot of the time, I think blokes don't do it for themselves because they want to take a risk. They often do it because they want to impress people. I think blokes are more bothered what people think of them, secretly. They pretend they're not, but they are. So a bloke would take a, a bit of a risk just to act like Bobby Big Bollocks. <laughs> Where I think a, like a, a, a woman would, would, would probably more likely do it if she actually wanted to. What would be a female, a typical female risk? Dating me. That's probably a good Dad. one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking big one. Um, exactly, yeah. Put it this way, when they, t- when they dig out the foundations, you're going to be doing a long stretch. Put it this yeah, way. Yeah, tell me about it. One of my dogs is just gnawing on a fucking femur as we speak. Oh, she was fine when I put her in a taxi. <laughs> no, uh, so, Linz, go on. Do you think men are better risk takers? And it's, quite, it's, more a lo- it's a more loaded question than you think because so many things in life are achieved by taking risks. So it's, it's accidentally sexist if we agree that men are better at taking risks because innovation, creativity, business. I, I do think men are definitely more risk-taking when it comes to, like, business and trying things out. I don't know, is it to do with, like, women being maternal and, like, having to birth children and protect? I don't know. Is there something linked with that? Do you not think Pete's on the money, though, that men are trying to show off more to get laid, so therefore they take more risks? What, like a peacock? Yeah, peacocking, yeah. yeah. evolutionary leftover of that. 
I think women, if, if women take risks, though, they're probably more successful at taking the risks. I think blokes fail more than women. Mm. I think men are more OK at failing than women. Fucking not. My life's been a failure and I'm not happy about it. But that's what you define as, as fail. I think you're wrong there, Liz. Why? I think women are better at styling out failure than men. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Mind yeah. you, suicide's hiring men, isn't it? So yeah, That's what I'm saying, saying without yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. to darken the mood, but men are catastrophizing. Like, oh, I've lost my business. Oh, fuck, I'm never going to get my money back. You know, they go spiral. And I think that's because men are not as good as using other men. So if they take a risk and it goes wrong, they're not likely to phone up and go, oh, I'm in a bit of a bad way here. My credit cards are maxed out. I've not shared it with anyone. Whereas a girl with aromatherapy candle on, Prosecco ambulance, let's sort the situation. But I think I think women are less likely to to take the risk. So I do, I do. I think that they might just. Um, I'm quite happy. I'm quite content. You know, I can just sit back. And I think a lot more. I know a lot more women that wouldn't want to take the risk because what if it fails? So do you think women settle more then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think they're just like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to bother and. Would just rather not. It's, it's too much like hard work. Do you think women care about what people think in the wrong way? So men are secretly trying to impress, but give a shit less if it doesn't impress. Whereas women care socially about what people think about them. You see this all the time. It's like, oh, what are the neighbours saying about me? What if I do this and it goes wrong? And men will be like, I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll stick my ass out the window. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing it, get fucked. Whereas women are like, yeah, but what if everyone's chatting? Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't like that. And that could hold you back. If you're more, the benefit of being more attuned to the social is when things go wrong, you've got backup from your social group. The negative is you're going to care more about what people are saying about you and you might take less risks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm. Like the other day, my mum was going to take the bins out at our house. That is and, risky. Um, yeah, and I just, yeah. I just, she went, oh, I've got to, I've got to like, do my hair and makeup. And I just, I go out like half naked in my pyjamas most of the time. No one cares, no one gives a shit. Like, just take the bins no. out. She had to like put full on lippy to go out. And that's why you've not been earning the money that you should be earning on your corner. That's Seen a right old. I know it's cost a living, but fuck, you oh, put some nice. lippy on for God's sake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I at least make an effort, for fuck's sake. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Our top tier clients have complained. <laughs> no, uh, what about what about age? Up till about twenty one is fine. You know that's why they, they used to put the young soldiers out in World War One and World War Two. You get a man past twenty five, you get a man past thirty, you get a man past thirty five. The risk taking does it decline or does it increase? I think you have a period of prime risk-taking, which is probably between about, like you said, when you get past 21 to probably about 40. Then past 40, listen, you're on the decline to death anyway, so I think you just don't really... You don't really give much of a fuck anymore, especially with blokes. That's why you see something like midlife crises at fucking 50s, you know what I mean? Like, when you say, I'm going to get a fucking bike, I'm going to fucking go abso, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, cos I'll be dead soon anyway. Do you think there might be a bell, what's called like a bell curve with risk, where men take a lot of risk between 21 and 35, a little bit less risk, married, comfortable, dad bod, oh, I'm 55. Yes. I'm going to shag a tie bird without a condom. <laughs> yes, exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and you always know the ones because they're in, where are you going on holiday this year? Thailand. Again, yeah, 15 years straight I've been going there. <laughs> I go on my own because yeah. the scuba diving's amazing. Yeah. Oh, you it's amazing. Dirty, yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> I was going to say about my dad, he's a perfect example of he... What, of Thailand? No, not Thailand. <laughs> Don't give away that, babe. Remember, you're on a podcast. <laughs> my old man went on one, and he was like, the birds over there, boys, my dad, fucking worship you. It's like you're a fucking god. <laughs> That's what my dad said. 
I'm like, what do, you, what do you want me to do with that fucking information? Yes. Uh, so, with my, Sweet. Lads trip like, next year, then. With my mum's in the next room. Their skin is like silk. Like fucking silk. It's like, wow, Dad. Wow. Um, Shut up. Anyway, back to Bruno. <laughs> Bruno, my dad. Um, so he's not, he's the least risk-taking person I've ever met. But And he's been in a safe job all his life. And then he got to, what would it have been, about 50? So his, his two kids are grown up, left home, can fend for themselves. And he started a business. He just thought, I'm going to start a business, going to give it a go. And he did it for a few years and he's, got rid of it now and retired. But that was a massive risk, financial risk for him to take that on. And I think my dad's getting more risk taken as he's getting older because he's not got any responsibilities at home, no kids or anything. I think responsibility has a massive impact, doesn't it, on, yeah. on whether or not you take risks. You know, if you've got kids and you've got responsibilities, financial, whatever else, then you are less likely to, to make that jump in case... Because you've got more to lose, haven't you? Yeah. As soon as you're in a position where you, you sort of have less to lose or fuck all to lose... You don't really care. You think, fuck it, if it works, yeah. it works. If it don't, it don't. But I definitely think as people get older, they, they look back on their life as well and think, oh, fuck, I should have done that. It's that, yeah. what, it's that what if syndrome, isn't it? Where you look back and go, I should have done that. I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done that. And yeah. suddenly you get to a point where you go, fuck it, I'm going to do it then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I do think you, you have like a prime risk-taking uh, or non-risk-taking part of your life and then the bits either side of that, you don't give a shit and you do anything. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Was going into Tawi a risk? I think I remember that episode. Was it like a pool party and Gemma Collins looked across and went, who's that over there at the end of the day? I deserve to be worshipped. Is that the episode you went yeah, in? Yeah, it was. Looking across some it pool was party? in Marbella, but I took a massive risk actually doing that because I, I believe it or not, had a really good job. I was director of a healthcare provider in London oh, and had wow, done for 10 wow. years. You know, I've opened offices all over the world and, and I left there to set up a business on my own because I've been working for the same people for a long time and set up a multi-million pound divisions for him. So wow. I had a, a really good job in the city, but I was, you know, it was that kind of young like city life where I was absolutely fucking caning it, doing 17-hour days and then just drinking, yeah. doing the rest of it. And I thought, why am I making so much money for other people? And I was doing really well, making a, a good amount of money but I wanted to set up on my own. And then I said I would do TOWIE. I said I would just go out there because I went out there when they were filming Marbella and my friend was already on the show. And so I said I'd just do the Marbella thing as like a bit of a laugh. And then seven years, it took me seven years before I left. 
but that was a massive risk because the first couple of years of doing that, I wasn't earning anywhere near what I was before. Yeah. Nowhere near. Yeah. But my way of life and quality of life has become so much better because it's opened doors for me to do things that I actually do want to do rather than just spending fucking 17 hour days in a fucking office. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but that could have been an absolute foul and I could have been hated within... Well, I was after about a year, but the first year it was it was quite nice. It sort of went a bit mad for me, but that could have been absolute hell. But for me, that was, that was quite a big risk to leave a really stable, fucking well-paid career to go and fuck about on TV like a fucking knob. I had a similar journey. I was, I was a senior copywriter in an ad agency and I thought, I'd rather earn 300 quid a week on the comedy circuit. Like some shallow X Factor stand on the spot, make me famous dream. You, you question yourself, biggest risk I've ever taken in my life. And it's paid off. Yeah, but there's hundreds of it we didn't pay off for. We, we mustn't give the impression that, oh, we took the risk we won't. No. There's a fucking thousand other men and women that have left their jobs to try comedy, and believe me, are now back in their jobs. It's probably one in 10,000 can even go beyond 20, 30 grand a year. And I think that's that, that's the thing. And it, but even when you take that risk, as much as the risk, you're weighing up why you're taking a risk. And, and the thing is, for me, is I wanted a better quality of life because it weren't... For, when I was younger, I didn't come from money. So for me, it was just about earning as much money as I fucking could. And, and when I got to a point where I was earning really good money at a young age, I still weren't really happy because I was just working me nuts off and living a life I didn't want to live. So actually, it, it, the, the risk for me was to actually try something completely fucking different, completely off anything I've ever wanted to do, never wanted to do anything like this. And actually, I, I semi-regret it. I semi-regret ever doing TV and all that sort of stuff now. Even though, really? Yeah, massively, man, because I don't have a job. Like, I don't consider myself to have a fucking job now. Like, I'm just a fucking bum that, that is really fortunate to get fucking paid to just, you know, swish me air about a bit. It's not really a job. I don't have any think to necessarily be proud of whereas actually before I had a real career that that no one knows about saying I work me nuts off to do and now I get paid to be me but that's not a fucking job is it but you can then go on to like set up businesses now you've got a platform and an audience where you could set up a business yeah and I've done lots of different things since then and 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 you, you work yourself into different avenues of doing whatever you do but and my quality of life is so much better. So that's the part that I don't regret. But in terms of, you know, if I go on holiday and I go away to, like, a different country or whatever else and someone, you know, you randomly ran a poll and you talk to people and they go, what do you do? I tell them I'm an electrician. Because it's just... Because otherwise, what the fuck it's am I supposed yeah, to say? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, what would yeah. you say? Like, do you know what I mean? Because they go, well, like an actor. And I think, no, I ain't a fucking actor. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just a donut. What, what do you mean? You get paid to do what? Just be me? I bet it backfires when when a hotel manager comes over with a kettle. Excuse me, Mr. Peter, can you rewind? Mate, it, it, it happened to me last year. I met some fucking random really? German German geezer, and he's and he was an electrician as well in Germany. He's going, "There's a real shortage." Oh, telling me about the big shortage of fucking electricians in Berlin, and I was thinking, "Oh fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was a risk for me. Yeah, Muhammad Ali said, "He who is not courageous enough to take risks." will accomplish nothing in life. I'll never forget that was the last thing my Nana Linda said before she attempted the stairs. <laughs> but, Linz, do you think that there might be a reverse relationship to risk? So we've spoken about the male experience, this window of 21 to 35, and then men get their dad bods, they get kids. But just looking at you and looking at some other women I know, I'm wondering if women have an opposite journey. They're so sort of... I don't know if it's different for, for girls that are 18, 19 now, but girls seem to be get a little bit put in their place between age 18 and 30, objectified, sexualized, whatever you want to describe it. Then all of a sudden women hit 30 and some of them seem to go, do you know what, fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. I know that's been your journey, hasn't it, Lindsay? I just think that's where I was 
in my head and obviously during lockdown and stuff where I was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just going to take it, all the risk. I'm going to, but it, I, in terms of risk, I don't think it, I take, I don't think I'm a risk taker, but I just say yes to everything as, cause it, it that's why I get a drunk on dates. Yeah, yeah, that explains a lot. <laughs> I just mean like, you don't know, there's always opportunities in everything you dickhead. That's what I meant. Oh. So no, I just, I, I think that men become safer when they because they consolidate their wealth when they're like in World War yeah. Two mode, and women are so fucked up about being looked at about by the way the world treats straight women. Stay in your bikini, stay pretty, do this, yeah. do that, don't make too much noise. That some women get to thirty five, think fuck that. Yeah, I'm gonna start a business. I am gonna show what my real politics are. I'm gonna turn into a Katie Hopkins, or I'm gonna turn into a fucking Greta Thunberg or a Caroline Luke's, whatever your politics are. They seem to suddenly, whereas men are like actually. I'm all right, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and play it a bit safer. Do you think it's changed generationally as well? Hopefully. We'll see. My daughter's seven. We'll see in about 10 years, won't we? We'll see when she starts trying to be seen in the world. I suppose, so so I'm just about to launch a business called Joel and it's going into the health span area and it's very male-dominated and even like doing PR and stuff like that, you know, they're trying to spin it Oh, Russell's brand. It's like no, it's my brand. Like it's mine, and it's like I, just give me. I'm a woman. I'm in. I'm going into like quite a male dominant industry. Just let, just let me have it. That was, you know. So it, it, it is interesting, isn't it? I've never really looked at it before, but I, I'm in property as well, and it's very male dominating. And but that's also a strength, no, because it gives you a USP. If you're going into a very male saturated yeah, um, yeah. thing, it gives you a USP Correct. that that yeah. actually no, I, I'm not the same as everyone else. Yeah. This is a bit fucking different. So either yeah. have it or fuck off. This has been studied. It's not that women are risk averse. It's just that they tend to face more negative consequences when they take risks. So this was um, the psychology of women quarterly in 2022. Researchers found that women and men desire to take risks at work at similar levels. However, women are penalised more when they do because taking risks is typically seen as something only men do. And women are generally penalised for doing things that men do, whereas men reported positive outcomes from their risk-taking, making them more likely to take more risks in the future. But that's probably also because men wouldn't actually admit fucking a failed risk, would they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? True. Men are more likely True. to go, yeah, no, no, it was great. It works out just how I wanted it to. Fucking yeah. didn't. I meant to park it on the pavement. Yeah, I meant to do that, you prat. Do you know what I mean? Just see <laughs> yeah. your reaction. Are there any risks you wouldn't take? Is there areas where, even though it's irrational, say like, I don't know, skydive, bungee jumping investing in property, anything like that where you just think, nah. Do you know what, for me personally, anything that is a health-related risk, I'm likely to fucking do because I have this uh, stupid childish thing that I think I'm invincible. So skydiving, all that sort of stuff, yeah, a bit risky, but I, things like that don't bother me. I'd happily do all that. I like the idea of that and the thrill of that sort of stuff. Financially, over the years, I've taken a lot of risks, but I am of the impression that you have to speculate to accumulate. I think the, the, the risk that I wouldn't take now that I probably would have done younger, thinking in the long term, is a risk to my own world being that is probably what I'm more likely to be more cautious about. Do you mean on a partying level or a, without sounding American, giving your heart away? Like? Yeah, no, they're, they're sort of not, not necessarily just my, my own kind of mental health. You, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, and I, and yeah. I know, again, that without going all fucking deep and all that sort of stuff, it's the thing that kind of when you get to a position where you think you're, you're fairly kind of safe and you got your shit together, the thing that would put me off taking a big risk is not a health or financial or whatever else. It would probably be, well, fuck, how, how will I actually cope with that if it goes fucking tits up? 
just does that make sense? And I think that would probably be the biggest yeah. concern with me in taking a risk now is actually what is my headspace like where I can actually fucking go through with doing that? Because health-wise, listen, if you die, you die. Money-wise, you can make money if you want to make money. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it comes and goes and it don't necessarily make you happy. It just affords you to be able to do nice things. But your own well-being and your own peace of mind, that's a, that's a fucker if you lose it, isn't it? Do you think that men get to a certain age and it's too risky for them to let themselves fall in love and have a proper relationship. You see it all the time. You sort of got to get your shit in gear before you're 30, 35, man. There's a lot of men floating around that seem to just want to live in a studio flat, knocking one out into a sock playing FIFA till they're 55. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm 35 this year, this year, mate. Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, I am going to have a this... wank and a pot noodle after this. <laughs> no, but if you speak to a 35-year-old woman, she doesn't see it as a, as a, as a risk committing to a relationship. No. It's a desire. As those final eggs drop into the egg chamber, it's game on. Whereas... Men, you know, a man that would skydive, that would put 250k down on a hotel development, that would snort something he found at the back of a disabled bog in a Weatherspoons. Will you tell me you love me? Oh, I don't know. It feels a bit. I just can't. I don't want to get hurt. I mean, that's like the least risky thing on that <laughs> list. Get hurt now and again. But that, that's that's more inclined to be what I've been like over the years. Do you know what I mean, I'm 35 and, and spent most of my life fucking single. But I, again, I, I I almost feel like that's a bit of an excuse as well. It's an excuse because. But do you feel like it's a risk to give your heart away? Is is that what stops you? Like, there's a danger there. Where does that come from? Oh fuck me. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, because a lot of women are now listening to this, going, "Yeah, they're dating men." They've been with them six months and it's like, what? I don't understand what the risk is just to gamble on me and the geezer won't. I think it's a mixture of things because I always used to tell myself it's, it's, it's the risk of not being in control and I think that's that's probably the biggest risk for a man is not being in control. You know, as shitty as that sounds, men like to be in control. It's really whatever part of your life it is, you like to be in control and, and not being in control of your own feelings is a dangerous situation. But also I do think that's partly bollocks. On my, on my part and a lot of other people's parts is that you just haven't wanted to do it and that's why you haven't because if the feelings were there strong enough then you would fucking do it so all this excuse about oh I don't want to get hurt and all that crap fuck off you still want to go out and finger people yeah exactly I was going to say it's a combination I want to get your heart hurt and, and Jack and Danny being too Morris yeah do you know what I mean like, I think I, I think it's too many you know I'm just, I just don't want to give it away and I've, you know, I've been guilty of, of, of being that fucking person but actually it's just that, that, that I probably just didn't want to settle down with you yeah, no, I, I, that's exactly what it is. It's what I said last time. Go on, Lindsay, bring it out. It's just not that into you, your favourite book. That's what I'm saying. Like, women complicate things, <laughs> but it is as simple as just not that into you. And then that's that's okay. And I think it's selfish for guys as well, because if you have a nice life, it, you know, it is a really selfish thing. I, I think, guys, if you have a nice life and, you know, I can do what I want when I want, no one's telling me what to do and all the rest of it, bringing someone else into that, it's, it's a selfish thing. So as much as blokes will be, you know, it's too risky, you know, I might get hurt and all the rest of it, actually, I'm a, just a bit of a selfish fucker and I don't want to spend my life fucking running around after <laughs> someone else. It's, it's probably a lot to do with that as well, but it, it, that's not a nice thing to say to anyone. So it's a lot... We're late bloomers. Yeah. We're some of us are late bloomers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I met you, didn't I? I mean, you were like 35, didn't I, Russ? Yeah, I was, I was a bulb, barely with a leaf coming out of it at 35. <laughs> yeah, I'm still budding. I was still, yeah, I was still surfing that Punani tsunami till I was 36, 37. I wasn't ready to hang up that surfboard. <laughs> Linz, what about you? Yeah, I'm getting the head shake, listeners, and the stare. Um, that was a risky joke, for example. Okay, that's the end of part one. We're going to take a break there. <laughs> 